to the Experience Start and Podcast. I'm your host, Brett Twitty, and you are listening to a new episode. So in this episode of the podcast, I'd like to feature a conversation I recently recorded with Allison Shimamoto. Allison is a second-year student here in our class of 2019, and she and I recently sat down and talked a little bit more about her background, what led her to business school, how she decided to pursue her MBA here at Darden, and how her experience has been so far. So without further ado, here is my conversation with Allison Shimamoto. Allison, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me. All right. So for our listeners at home, tell us just a little bit more about you. What did you do before you came to Darden? Yeah. So before I came to Darden, I lived in Philly. I worked in marketing strategy and analytics at an agency called Digitas Health. Um, so there I was helping pharma and healthcare clients um, you know, better understand the reporting metrics that they were seeing in their advertising campaigns, as well as helping to identify new areas for opportunity or assessing if it made sense to enter a new market. So in short, a lot of different things marketing-wise. Marketing um, but I knew that I wanted a little bit more, and I think uh, I was mostly seeing things that pertained to marketing issues at my clients, but there were many other factors that went into the decisions that they made that I wanted to better understand. So that's one of the reasons that I decided to get an MBA. Was an MBA that something that you had thought about for a long time, or was it something that occurred to you over the course of the work that you were doing? What, what, was, your, what was your journey? Yeah, I think it started to occur to me as part of the work that I was doing and sort of just noticing that gap in knowledge. Um, interestingly enough, my dad is a former marketer, and so um, we had conversations pretty frequently about what's going on at work, uh, and he gives great advice, and that was something that he and my mom really pushed me to explore. So glad I did. So how did Darden get on your radar? Yeah, so I was part of Forte, um, so I don't know if there's any Forte listeners out there, but uh, Forte is a, uh, a program for women who are pursuing uh, MBAs. So as part of that, I had a mentor. Her name was Mariel Furlong, a former Darden, uh, former Darden person, and she really pushed me to apply. Um, she really played up the fact that people are genuinely kind um, and that the collaborative work environment is something that is worth experiencing, especially if you're trying to, um, you know, learn from other people's experiences in the classroom. It just sort of lends itself well to that. So um, I've been asking this question of, of folks just to try to get a read on how they spent their summer before business school. You know, what, people busy, they take some time off. What did you do in the summer before you started your first year? Hmm. What did I do? I'm trying to think back. Um, oh, uh, so don't tell my husband, but I got married the summer before business school, so that I forgot. But um, I, uh, in June, we got married in Philadelphia, and then it was sort of a whirlwind of, like, moving from there to Chicago. Um, I had a fun honeymoon in Mexico, in Tulum, so that was fun. So I think a good uh, mix of some travel and um, just generally preparing to come down. I actually moved uh, here a little bit early, so I had time to adjust and explore uh, Charlottesville. So did your husband come to Charlottesville with you? Mm -hmm. So um, obviously with it being a, a wee thing, uh, how did you think through the decision to, to come to Darden with a partner? Mm. Um, yeah, I, I think it's, that's a really good question. 
Um, I wanted to go somewhere where there was a partner community um, and somewhere where I would still also be able to live close enough that I could come home during lunch and spend time. Um, my partner works remotely, so he's he works from home. So I think in the first year, um, just having that time to be able to come back during lunch and socialize, whereas I think you know some other programs may not necessarily have um, spoke to me as much in terms of like the partner network. Um, the DPA here is very strong, um, so that was something. But as it turned out, I think just coming to general events and hanging out with people, um, friends that you meet throughout the school year has been a great way to, to integrate. So you mentioned that uh, relationship that you had through the Forte Foundation ultimately sort of got Darden on your, on your radar. Um, what, was, what were the factors that, that led you to Darden? Mm. Um, you mean as far as like really securing the the application, or what you know ultimately proved to be you know these are the reasons that I chose Darden. Mm. Um, definitely the people. So I visited, and um, upon visiting, just you have a name tag when you're a visitor, right? And I think the students that approached me and welcomed me. Um, there was just a certain flavor of, you know, like I was saying before, kindness, but just genuine interest in trying to answer my questions uh, and be available. I ha- actually had a, one class that I sat in with um, other first-year students at the time. And in coming back to the admissions office, a Darden student ran after me to hand me her card. So I don't know. There were just lots of examples like that of how I really felt welcomed. Um Additionally, I knew I wanted to go into consulting. So having a strong core was really important to me. The case method really pulled me in. So being able to learn from real business problems that companies have had and working through it with people who have different backgrounds, like people who worked in finance and things like that, to really kind of help me see uh, the different perspectives that were, that were possible. So what were the first uh, few weeks like here in Charlottesville? Yeah, so, um, you know, we, me and my partner came down here from Philly, um, and so we came a little bit early. We were here, um, I think, able to enjoy some, like, the great restaurants that Charlottesville has to offer and just make sure we're getting all stocked up with school supplies. Um, So I think there was certainly a lot of organization but I think also um, something that was really important or sort of shaped my experience going into Darden was um, the events of August 11th. So I had been here in Charlottesville for about a week. Um, and I think for me as a black woman, that was certainly a jarring um, thing to see. And I was really scared. Um, I actually happened to be out with friends at that time and sort of witnessed a lot of, like, the propaganda um, and uh, torches. So I think that was very scary. And I wasn't sure what to expect when I was going to start school. And I think I, in starting and the conversations we had in the classrooms and just the bond that it created between me and the other classmates of color— um, is invaluable. It's a weird thing to say, but it's it was invaluable. So it really opened up my Darden experience to make us have conversations about race and equality 
Um, it was on the table. And now it's something that like, let's talk about it. Let's create programming where we can have, um, you know, conversations um, that really address this and have speakers come in. So I think there was an openness from the administration and an openness from the faculty too to, to really try to tackle this issue, not only from a business perspective, but just thinking about it from, you know, the human perspective. So, um, and I don't know that I would have that experience somewhere else. So I'm, I am, it's weird to say, but I think it's something that, um, you know, really ended up positively shaping some of the, the, volunteer work and conversations that we could have here in the classroom. So I'm curious uh, about what your first year was like. So um, <laughs> come to Darden, you're a brand new first year student. Uh, what was that learning curve like? It was tough. It was really tough. Um, I think that Darden has a reputation of being very challenging. I think we work really hard and that's true. But it's you're learning so much and going through so many cases that by the time we get to our hundredth case, it's really quite a surprise. It's impressive, like how much content you're able to work through with your learning team together. Um, so I think the first year was I spent a lot of time preparing for my cases, uh, sort of a day in the life. You have class from eight to one, um, and then you know reading through the cases, meeting with my learning team. Um, and then I think the recruiting process for me was um, certainly a little bit earlier because of consulting. So I spent time, you know, working through case prep and interview prep. But um, there's a lot, a lot of things and activities to do in your first year on, on top of that, too, which makes it breaks it up a little bit. Yeah. How did you juggle, you know, recruiting and schoolwork and maybe clubs and organizations? How did you fit all those things into a you know, busy schedule? Um, I had to, I couldn't prioritize all of them at once. So each day was different for me. And some days I would spend time, you know, most of the day doing cases and then coming home at night and spending time with my partner. Um, or other days I would just say, I'm going <laughs> to maybe deprioritize a little bit, make sure I understand the content, but I want to do some volunteer stuff. So it's certainly each day was very different, but you get really good at being able to balance a bunch of different things. And I think that's something that's very um, makes a Darden program very unique. What was surprising to you about that first year here? Maybe something that you didn't expect? Hmm. I think, <laughs> honestly, I think that I... I knew the professors were going to be really good um, because of the, the one class I had taken before. Um, it was actually an econ class with Kieran, and that's a subject that was very challenging for me before Darden. But the professors here are really quite good. Um, and I think for me, coming in and not knowing a lot of these subjects, never studying them as like a psych concentrator in undergrad, um, just the chance to go and knock on their doors, sit down and meet with them, I think... I was not expecting that, so that was definitely very special. How did you, th I mean, I think this is a question that we get often from prospective students that come from so-called non-traditional backgrounds, right? I was a poli-sci major, I was a psych major, I was an English major, history major, and insert sort of non, 
business major here. Um, you know, how did you personally think through, okay, I'm coming to business school, I'm going to be taking some classes that I have not taken previously. You know, what was your approach? Hmm. Um, I think going in, well, I had taken a class um, previously, like during when I was working, a statistics class to just sort of get the ball rolling. Um, but in terms of when I was at school, I mean, a lot of the other subjects like accounting, finance, those things were quite challenging. So to, to work through those, I really kind of leaned on my learning team. And I think, um, well, the learning teams are pretty balanced. So not only is each person from a different section, but they, I think they do a good job of picking people from many different backgrounds. So, you know, preparing the case beforehand, but for me, I'm, I do better when I talk through stuff. So just being able to go into learning team and say, okay, I understand this part. I understand up to here. This part, I'm just lost. So um, I don't know. I think having those connections and being able to work with your learning team, um, we spent a great deal of time together working through the content. One of the things that I think students have consistently highlighted in these conversations is the extent to which their section became a community for them here. You want to talk a little bit about <laughs> your section and what that experience was like? Yes. So I was in section E. Um, we had a lot of traditions. So, um, for instance, our mascot is a banana. So someone would dress up in a banana suit. Uh, we had, when we had new visitors come into the classroom, uh, we would ask them questions, um, some, some, maybe some embarrassing questions, but they were a lot of fun. So I think like things like that really bonded us in the classroom. Um, you know, there's lots of activities you can do with your section as well. Um, like there's Darden Cup and, um, I don't know, lots of events where you could play sports together. Um, I didn't necessarily participate in as much of those larger section events, but I did enjoy getting to know people in my section in smaller group settings. So mm -hmm. I kind of like to go out to dinner um, or get coffee. So I, I bonded with section mates in that way. Mm -hmm. But in the classroom, I mean, you end up having um, challenging conversations outside of like uh, some of like the more quantitative parts of the core. Um, so for instance, like LO leading organizations, I think is a challenging class, the content that you're talking about there. Um, and so being able to have real and candid discussions as a section, I think is something that brings you all a little bit closer. So how do you feel the first year experience prepared you for the work that you did this, this summer in your summer internship? Mm. Um, so this summer I was in Philly uh, working at BCG, and um, so we I had a client who was in the pharmaceuticals sector, uh, and we were working to help them digitize their enterprise. So I think the core really prepared me to better understand what happens at all parts of the value chain. So when I was trying to think about like areas that you could digitize, like knowing how things work operationally or like thinking about a distribution center. So all of those different parts um, of the value chain um, and just thinking about the different subjects that we studied was helpful. Uh, interestingly enough, there were some terms that came up over the summer, like someone asked, what is lean? I was like, oh, yes. I know. 
Um, so that was fun, but I, I do think more so it might be that like working in teams, working um, with my learning team, working on team projects or group projects was really helpful because most of the time over the summer, you know, you're working in a group and you're doing things in a team and spending a long, large amounts of time together. So you're now in your second year we're having this conversation uh, in early February. Um, graduation is on the horizon. You can see it out there. So um, how has your second year been? Second year is great. Uh, I think, you know, first year is very challenging. So when the second years would ask us, like, how are you guys doing? We would say, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's very tough. But I think when you get to your second year, some of the things they were telling us was, you know, oh, you'll be fine. And I find myself saying that to the first years now. Um, and I think second year is very different because you, you know, you choose your classes, uh, more of the content that you want to take so you can dive really deep. Um, so for me, I knew I wanted to learn more about like economics. So I've been taking a bunch of those classes so that when I go, I can kind of just have a better understanding of what's going on in the world. Um, but at the same time, I have much more availability to volunteer so I've really picked up a bunch of volunteer activities like the Darden Resilience Initiative. I've been spending a lot of time working on that, um, as well as I'm on the Black Business Student Association, uh, the Pride Board, as well as Darden Stories. Darden Stories has been um, one of the most meaningful things to me at Darden. Um, it's a chance where students can get together and share um, you know, a story about their lives or something that was really meaningful and shaping who they were. And the only rules are that you can't talk about class, uh, the core, or recruiting. So it's a nice, like, respite for people, but it's also a nice way to get to know someone at a really intimate level. So I've really had a lot of fun kind of working on that and, and crafting uh, that experience. So let's talk a little bit more about Resilience Week because it's, it's been cool um, keeping up with the programming that y'all have had over the best, past couple of years. So um, for our listeners who are less familiar with Resilience Week, what is it and uh, what kind of programming do you offer? Yeah, so Resilience Week is uh, the, the ma one of the major events, the flagship events for the Darden Resilience Initiative. So the goal of the Resilience Initiative is to make business leaders who are more better um, – adapted in their work environment. So um, I don't know. I always heard a lot, bring your whole self to work. And it really is about enabling people to do that. And the tools we try to uh, make available to our peers is like um, mindfulness lessons, um, offering headspace meditation. Um, we work a lot with Darn's resident psychologist, uh, Debbie Wilson, who puts together programming as well, um, yoga, so we really, during Resilience Week, put all of that content together so that we can focus on it for the week for everybody. And it's a time to just say, like, hey, I'm really struggling here. Or, hey, you know, maybe I should take five minutes out of my day to just reflect. Um, so that's been really cool. I think one of my favorite events was um, actually um, ideated from Ed Warwick, who's our advisor, um, in the uh, Office of Student Affairs, he thought of Yappy Hour, where we had um, students bring their dogs and faculty to play out on Flagler Court, and you could come and pet them, enjoy some cider. So that was 
a lot of fun um, and a nice chance to sort of release and step away from the academic and uh, recruiting worlds. Yeah, dogs. Uh, therapy dogs have been very, very trendy for a little while. Yeah. Um, having been around student affairs, uh, as a lot we, um, my prior life, we would bring dogs in too. So uh, that was exciting to see some uh. great pictures from Yap- Yappy Hour. So, um, so have you participated in Darden stories yourself? I um, have. So uh, it's such an interesting thing um, to give students kind of a break from business school all the time, and, and I, I do think. There is this tendency, I mean, when you have something that's as all-consuming as Darden can be, you can kind of forget that people had lives and interests and all these kinds of things before they got here, mm-hmm. outside of here. Yeah, and I think that's nice to be reminded of. Um, and it's just a nice way to get to know people, too. I think, um, you know, before coming at work, you're, you tend to be more buttoned up. So um, I think just letting people have a chance to really share something at a deeper level helps bring everybody a little bit closer together and kind of boosts empathy as well. Mm-hmm. I think about how that also potentially aligns with a lot of the, the skills you're developing here, right? You know, how to communicate, how to listen, be empathetic, you know, all these sort of things that get labeled as softer skills but obviously have a lot of impact for your development as a leader. Yeah, I really think those are the most important ones. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong. A MBA is a very valuable experience. I highly recommend it. But there are subjects or things that, you know, maybe you might be depending more on your team or experts that you're working with. But in terms of um, being able to work better with people and understand what drives them or understand, you know, the needs of even someone in a different department than yours – is really invaluable. So a lot of the lessons from, um, you know, the leadership group or like the ethics courses that we have to take, I think, really shape some of those experiences that, you know, I'll see right away. So what would be your advice for prospective students? I mean, you're here almost to graduation, um, knowing what you know now, what you've learned through the process, you know, obviously having applied. What advice would you share? Mm. That's a great question. A lot of good questions today. <laughs> Advice. I think I would say don't try to spend too much time focused on how you imagine the experience to be and sort of preparing for that because I think, one, when you get here, or at least I felt this way when I got here, it was a whirlwind that I really enjoyed, but it was a major part of shaping my development here. Um, And furthermore, I think, I don't know, I think use the time to enjoy with your family and your friends. Uh, Take a vacation if you can. Definitely save. Saving is good. Um, Always good. But I think just taking the time to really know – Know who you are before you come in, I think, is really valuable in spending time with family. When you think of Darden community, um, what do you think of sort of the defining feature, you know, or or hallmark of of this place? Hmm. Um, I think Darden students are very nice. Um, That's something that I think is is pretty cool. You can... um, like on my way to class, I know I'm rushing, but just being able to speak to people, um, call people out on the way, it's just a very social thing. 
um, and you get that love back. So I think that's certainly a, a Darden thing. Um, I think we work really hard. I think that's something that is really important to me and just being able to to really put in that work to study and work through that core. Um, so I think Darden definitely has um, a focus on academic excellence. And it's not something that, you know, new students should be wary of in coming in. It's more like you're going to work hard, but you're not alone. Um, there are people with you who are kind of working through this content as well in these classes. And it's going to feel really good because you like the things you're learning you really are going to be able to use them how does it feel to you know have completed some of the stuff to be on the other side <laughs> you know I, I imagine you probably feel like you've you've been through something challenging yeah I think it's really crazy to think about where I was this time last year um and just sort of how different the second year experience is from the first year experience I think um, but yeah, it's something that it's an accomplishment that I'm really proud of and that I wouldn't change or wouldn't, um, take away. So just as a natural follow-up to what you just shared. So when you think about the second year experience versus the first year experience, you sort of line these things up side by side. Uh, how do you feel like they're, they're different? Mm. I think first year, uh, for me, I was that person who tried to plan <laughs> what it would be like. Um, so my first year experience was really colored by um, trying to learn how to navigate in the environment, getting back to sort of like um, the mindset that you have to have to think academically. So learning how to be a student again. Um, I actually graduated 10 years ago from undergrad, so I was coming back to school uh, sort of having having to remember all of the little things that go into thinking academically. Um, so I, that was certainly a focus for me. Um, just time management is huge. So the first few months of my first year, um, it, it felt like, and, and recruiting for consulting, it felt like I didn't always have enough time. Um, and I think it certainly felt really heavy, but until I, I think the tools from resilience were really helpful as well, like learning how to really focus back on, hey, what is really important? Like you're trying to get a job, but there's lots of other things going on in the world. Like it's important to take time to rest. It's important to eat lunch. So I think going back to basics was a big part of my, my first year experience and learning how to be a student again. Um, and speaking out. So for me, at work, I I tended to be a little timid. I didn't want to rock the boat. Um, but at Darden, being in the classroom, and I think your section does a lot to support you, but you really got to raise your hand. And the teachers, the professors are eager to hear from you. But interestingly, like the the classes are led by the students. The professors are not leading. Like they'll you know, push a little bit or try to shape the conversation, but it's important to get your thoughts out there. So for me, at first, I was um, a little freaked out <laughs> by the participation part, but after raising my hand a couple times and after really getting in there, um, it's something that I'm really 
um, is really important to me as a second year student. So making sure that my voice is heard. So I think that's something that I learned how to do in first year and I am using a lot in my second year classes. So what will you be doing after graduation? Yeah, so after graduation, I'll be going back to BCG uh, working as a consultant. Um, so that's something that I'm, I'm really excited to do and, and taste some of those projects, see how they differ from some of the cases that we got or how I can kind of translate some of those learnings. Well, Allison, thank you so much for taking time to come on the podcast. Thank you. Thanks for having me. And that was my conversation with Allison Shimamoto, a second-year student in our class of 2019. As always, if you have any comments, suggestions, requests, anything you'd like for us to cover here on the podcast, we are all ears. We can be reached at darden at virginia.edu. Till next time, thanks for listening.